it's something deep like if i'm home now i won't be lonely if you know you, there's difference between house and home i can call italy house and i call nigeria home the way you treat the house definitely is the way you're going to treat your home the relationship with my family i can't say it's bad i can't say it's good you know family will always be family uh, my mother was uh, in fourth position in my family because my father has five wives. These are always very big problem in uh, in my family and most especially in Africa, where I came from. People, one man, married, four, five wives. It's very bad. It's very bad because it affects the children, futures. It affects them a lot. We face a lot of problems. For me, I left my country for my own safety, like for my own future to be better than before. L'Italia da sempre è stata una terra di, di incontri, eh, oggi sembra che noi abbiamo dimenticato tutto questo, ma noi siamo il frutto di secoli di incontri, di culture che sono arrivate qui o di culture che noi abbiamo portato in altri posti, da sempre, dai, da, da prima dei Romani, da dopo i Romani, nel Medioevo, eh, fino ai giorni nostri. Proprio il fatto che ci sono delle persone differenti, e questo dà la curiosità di conoscere nuove storie, nuove letterature, nuovi racconti, nuove musiche, nuovi strumenti. Pensa quanta ricchezza c'è nello scambio tra le persone. E il Mediterraneo è il centro di tutto questo. I lost my dad at a very, very tender age. So I had to work for myself, myself and my brother. So, but my mom, you know, as a young lady, and she had to go and remarry. Then it was just me, myself and, I, and my brother. So we had to work for ourselves. We had to work very hard. So the life has always been like that. It has not always been easy. But thank God we are here now. I didn't just leave myself, I left to my brother. Yeah, we came together. There was a there was a prop, there was a little problem though. Let me not use the word little. With a community, with a place we'll stay. It might cost us our lives if we do not leave. Here you can choose whatever you want to do, you can see whatever you want to say. But there there are some things you do and the old the, the old village, the old city, the old town, the old country might be against you.
And on the way coming here is very tough. It's a very, very tough. Just like Hami going for training. Spent three days in desert. No water to drink. How to survive? You buy glucose. You buy uh, sugar. Because when you are exhausted, you need glucose to sustain, to survive. We just got to hide ourselves in some places and get connection with uh, people that want to cross you to Italy. We got to Italy border where they rescued us at around 4 o'clock in the evening. I was the only one that was exhausted because I've never traveled through water before. My mother, she saw fish and she said, Lumide, let's go to the fish and uh, to the seaside to buy fish. I said, No, I don't like water, you know. When I get inside the water, I was so scared. And uh, when the rescue ship arrived, I was the first one to take for treatment. And after we were rescued, we spent another two days on the sea before we got to Palermo, Sicilia. So that was where we, I come to Rome. Yeah. E quando io sono arrivato a Roma era così. Eh, io sono arrivato a Roma all'inizio degli anni Ottanta per l'università. E e non c'era un migrante, non c'era uno straniero, c'erano solo romani e la romanità. E poi l'ho vista lentamente trasformarsi, diventare una città eh, cosmopolita, eh, internazionale, multietnica, così come era già Parigi, così come era già Londra eh, o ancora di più New York. E ancora Roma fatica a, a capire il suo, eh, il suo cambiamento e quanto questo possa essere una risorsa, un'opportunità e non solo un problema. You're going illegally, not legal, without visa, without any passport. So everything you do, you must hide. And it's very risky though. You, you, you can be shot, you can be caught, you can spend the rest of your life in prison. So many people died on, along the way, many people collapsed passing through Libya. Libya as a whole, as a country without government, a country without, without a president. There are so many crimes there. They just look at you and say, oh, this one is $500, this one is $200. Well, when they took us to the station, we, we found out it was just like a prison. It was a prison, not a station. We were about 120 in a room. No place to sleep, you cannot sleep. You cannot even sit down. You have to stand all day like that. And the food, they, used to, they, they, they were all drugged. 
after finish eating, you cannot walk, you cannot run, you cannot do anything. You just eat and sleep. We left, we were about 1.30. We left, but we arrived in Italy about 100 or night something. The rest of them, they died inside. Perché, come ti dicevo, Roma ha questa capacità di accogliere, che è molto bella. Però poi eh, non è facile inserirsi a Roma, perché eh, il lavoro non c'è, eh, non è facile per chi arriva dall'Eritrea da, da o dall'Etiopia o dal Senegal o dalla Nigeria. Non è semplice inserirsi. Chiaramente in Italia la situazione economica da dieci anni a questa parte è molto, molto critica. E quindi se tu cerchi un lavoro, cerchi un futuro, cerchi di costruire un, una possibilità di vita migliore da quella da cui sei scappato, e spesso l'Italia, Roma in particolare, non è il luogo adatto. I went to to the tribunal here in Italy where I told them my story. So they said it's not possible to give me document, but what they said other way is like Let's reconsider your situation. We can give you Italian document. For me, I like to stay in Italy. Italy saved me from the sea. So, and Italy here, they don't have a problem. I've been here in this country for two years now. Nobody has me document. And here, though, there's no job. There's no job for me yet because I don't have documents to search for a job. For that reason, I've been here in two years and studied the language. I'm a singer. People call me for show. I went to show. I sell my CD here. La destra in questi anni ha cavalcato il fenomeno della migrazione per, per rafforzarsi politicamente, eh, giocando sulle contrapposizioni noi loro.
Come? Alimentando la paura delle persone. Arriva l'uomo nero, ci invadono, eh, vogliono imporre le loro tradizioni, vogliono eh, togliere il lavoro agli italiani, eh, fino ad arrivare a forme ancora più estreme, no? eh, stuprano le nostre donne, eh, eh, fra un po' diranno che mangiano i bambini. Cioè, è chiaro che eh, più si estremizza il problema, più si dimenti fa dimenticare tutte le promesse della campagna elettorale, almeno in Italia. When I came, it took us to, to a camp. So there we lived about for about, about eight months. So when there's no light, when there's no, no water in the house, and you have to be inside, doing what? So like this, it was very, very, very difficult. And there was also no school. But I could not wait any longer because I knew, I knew one thing from the start that they said when you're in Rome, you must act like a Roman. So why I came, I must learn the language. But there was no one helping. But I had a phone. So what I did, I downloaded this uh, translator, Google Translator. So if I want to say anything, I'll, I'll write it in English. Then it will show me in Italian. Then I'll pronounce Then I'll, I'll write it down. That was how I was learning. I'll le first, you'll have to learn how to say hello, ciao, buongiorno, buonasera, like this. I was learning one step after the other. Until someone introduced me to, to Mikhail the volunteer, the volunteer in Baobab. She took me like our very own son. She did me the, the curriculum. She told me that I have to be patient because there's no way I was going to come to Italy one week, get a job, it's never done. It's not easy like that. They supported me so much. I'm, I was working day and night at home. I was working, making clothes for, for male, for female. I was making everything. After finishing the clothes, then we went for the, for the Sfilata, for the fashion parade. And they came, and everyone came. They, we invited some people, both some people from my camp, some people from, from Roma. We did it just behind the Colosseo in Roma. So it was very nice. It went successfully, thank God. sembrava che dall'oggi al domani arrivassero 1000 euro per tutti, e meno tasse per tutti, e lavoro per tutti. Quando poi ti accorgi che la realtà è molto più complessa di uno slogan elettorale, che fai? Ti inventi due nemici. Uno è l'Unione Europea, che ha le sue colpe. Il secondo sono i migranti, che non hanno colpe, se non quelle di cercare un futuro migliore.
one day in the class where I was singing, I was singing in my language, and uh, the teacher said, you are a good singer. The brothers of mine sitting beside me because we're in the class together, studying together, and said, I'm a singer. Come and help me with some of my song. You have a good voice. So we went together, practiced together. He teach me how to go with it because I'm not used with the, with the uh, Afro. So we got to, I got to go to studio to make a record of mine and have many songs now. And I do it and I see I have a dream in, in music. And from there, I have many shows that they call me to attend. Like Stefano, we go to African, African show to sing African style. When I woke up in the morning, I, I woke up as early as five o'clock in the morning. What I think, okay, now I have to go to school. If I close from school, I have to go to work. So if I close from work, I get home by nine or 10, 30 in the night. I'm already tired. If I could eat, I just eat and sleep and wake up again five o'clock. I don't really, th I, since I came to Italy, I, don't, I haven't done anything. I haven't had any problem, I haven't fought anybody. I know what I dream of, I know my dream. So the only way I can achieve this dream is if I stay lawyer, if I stay humble, if I do not make any problem. Because if you make problem with the police, they'll make problem with you. But if you do not make problem with them, they don't, they don't have any problem with you. Bonjour, Italia gi spaghetti adente. Atigiano come presidente. Bonjour, Italia, bonjour, Maria. Lucky Pieni di Maliconia, buongiorno, Dio. Something when I sing in the streets, the Italian look at me and laugh. You say, it's Italiano. Are you, are you sure that you are Italian? You say you are Italian. I say, yes, I'm black Italian. <laughs> so it made them to laugh and many of them like me and many of them do things good for me. Assolutamente, la musica abbatte le barriere. Purtroppo può far poco per cambiare il mondo, però perché sarebbe bello che attraverso la musica si potesse far superare le diffidenze e, 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 e le paure. Però noi ce la dobbiamo mettere tutta, perché anche una piccola goccia, anche solamente una persona che tu convinci attraverso la tua esperienza, attraverso il fatto che lui vede che tu suoni con un musicista della Nigeria, che allora puoi dialogare con una persona che è diversa da te, che ha la pelle diversa da te, sembrano discorsi banali, ma oggi vediamo che non sono più così banali, diventa un valore aggiunto. Quindi quello che possiamo fare noi musicisti è questo. For me, I'm living here 
I'm alone. I'm for myself. I'm not for anybody. I live my life. I plan how it's going to go for me. I'm for myself. Like the Bible said, it said, "Never decide tomorrow by yourself. Let tomorrow decide by itself, because the Lord knows tomorrow." Like me, I'm working towards tomorrow to get a bright future, because I don't want my next generation to suffer. I don't want them to to feel pain. I don't want them to experience what I have experienced. So I want everything to be okay for them. That's what I want for future, and I know that God will grant it, because God owes everything. So when when I came to Italy from Libya, Italy was like heaven. It was it was like because you have your freedom, you have your freedom. You are you could go anywhere you want to. Even though even though as a human being we are never satisfied, we always we always complain. So but to be frank and really sincere, it was it was it was hundred percent better. So I never I never saw any reason to leave this place because. My dream, my dream has always been to to be a tailor, to make clothes, make clothes, design, design my own my own my own fabric for others to wear. I was always patient. I wanted to wait, wait for my time, get my documents, look for look for a better life for myself. Born in Amsterdam, from a Moroccan father, Dutch mother. Uh, my father he was an artist, and uh, yeah, he just tried to to find a better life in Europe. And also, he was very a free spirit, so he could not really live in in this Moroccan uh, political climate. A lot of things were like forbidden. For um, for people to talk about, to write about, and he just wanted to be free, and uh, yeah, he just tried to search his uh, his life somewhere else. And then uh, yeah, he heard of uh, Amsterdam, that it's like a city and um, where a lot of different uh, people live, and um, yeah, also open-minded culture. 
So he thought I have to, to try it there. And then by accident he came here and he stayed till he died. raised in Amsterdam, in the east side of Amsterdam, so um, I grew up playing on the street with children who were already very diverse. Amsterdam East was uh, had a lot of Turkish people, a lot of Moroccan people, a lot of black people. Um, so I, I grew up with, in, in, within diversity uh, and I like that very much. I'm very happy and very proud to be a, a man from Amsterdam. Uh, it's the main capital, uh, it gave me arrogance. If I want something, I will go for it and, and, and get it. And it gave me, it gave me the, um, the power to fight. You know, I was defeated when I was a young boy. I, I let people um, break me. And at some point I decided, mm -mm, this is not who I am. And I think living in Amsterdam, you know, gave me the opportunity to go to fashion school. It gave me the opportunity to go to theater school. It gave me the opportunity to, to, to work with a lot of creative people. بلشت اشتغل براديو شهبة اف ام 2007-2008 المورنينج شو كان حوالي الساعتين ونص الثلاثة بالإضافة لبرامج أنا بعدها أنا بقدمها بس كل حياتي كانت عمليا ضمن الاستوديو بال2011 حسيت أنه هذا الاستوديو مكافي أنا حاطة حالي ببيت من زجاج حقيقة وعم شوف الناس اللي عم تجي لعندي كضيوف فلما نزلت على الأرض فحسيت أنك تتعامل مع ناس مصدومة عن جد تعبانة عن جد ما بيفيدك أنه أنت كنت عم تشتغل ومشهور ومعروف حتى هدول الجمل الصباحية الافتتاحية اللي كنت استخدمها كنت فكر أنه هي بتعطي أمل للناس أو دفع حقيقة هي ما كانت عاملة شيء ما كانت واصلة يعني في نص مدينة كامل ما كان واصل هذا الحكي فحسيت انه انا 2011 طلعتني من هذا البيت السجاجي Father left for me his um, his artistic life because I studied law. My mom said it's good if you have a diploma because you have a Moroccan roots and it's not easy. So I listened to her <laughs> and I 
I finished uh, law school. I was like really searching who am I? Because I think it's not me, this. And I started to take um, singing classes. And then I started to practice more and more Arabic music, Arabic singing. And um, yeah, I think um, unconsciously I just followed uh, my father. And uh, yeah, I, I still have this Moroccan blood a lot. Um, and now I'm also very proud of it. And later on, uh, from I was 21 years old, I went to travel by myself to Morocco, Asila, beautiful place, by the way, uh, where my father's from. I was, yeah, really welcomed, and um, even when I didn't speak perfectly, people say, yeah, you, your your father is Moroccan, so you are Moroccan, and uh, yeah, you're you're very welcome. You have only brothers and sisters here. Yeah, it was a, a big change for me. And then I just, I came a lot to Morocco. Amsterdam has always been open to newcomers and to uh, diversity and inclusivity. So Amsterdam has changed a little bit, it, but I think that's normal. You know, a city changes because people change, because new people come to live there. They bring, you know, their stories and their beliefs. And But I think we're doing pretty good as Amsterdam. Without the new blood, there's no change. It will stay the same. It's not interesting. And when you live in the city, you're hungry for something new. You're, you're, you're hungry for art, for music, for nice restaurants. And if that's the same every, every time, why, why live in the city? صار مناطق النظام بهذيك الفترة عشتو عشنا كلنا يعني ما عشتو لحالي يمكن البرد اللي بهذيك الأيام لليوم أنا ب... لليوم بحس فيه ما بنسى مشهد كيف كيف ماما طلعت على السقيفة ونزلت شو في أحسية وشو في أشياء ممكن تنحرق بس لتحرقها مو لنتدفى لأنه هي ما فينا ندفع عليها بس لنتحمم بعد شهرين ما في مي وصلنا لمرحلة ما عاد حدا استحى من ريحته إذا كانت مو ظريفة أو شعراته إذا مزيتين لأنه فعلا كل الناس هيك المشهد اللي عالق بذاكرتي من هديك المرحلة حقيقة مرحلة الحصار هو وجوه الناس الشاحبة كان الكل تعبان تعبان كتير كتير منهك فطلعت على جهة الجهة الثانية قعدت فترة وبعدين طلعت على تركيا بتركيا بلشت مع راديو جديد كان أول راديو لوقت اللي بلش التضييق بلش 
اشتغلت فيلم او او اكثر من فيلم كفويس اوفر بس انه صوتي موجود واسمي شوي شوي صار في تضييق صار في اغتيالات بتركيا صار في رسائل تهديد صار في اكثر من حادثه وحده منها تحت بيتي تم طعن بالسكين على واحد من الشباب اللي بنعرفهم فصار في خوف فاخذت قرار انه انا رح اطلع وفعلا رحت انا ورفقاتي على ازمير وطلعت بالبلد book uh, for my father actually when he he passed away he passed away quite sudden and uh, it was a bit of a shock for me and uh, yeah I wanted to yeah to process this in a way uh, because it was really a big thing because I also when I lost him I lost my Moroccan roots I was just someone with um, Yeah, I had the Dutch mom and no no more Moroccan father, so that was really weird. And I wanted to to write everything I remembered about him and also about the things he gave to me like in for example religion or spiritual way. That it's really big thing, but you never learn about that. It's it's like you live and then you die. That's what we hear here. And also Dutch funerals, they're very uh, clean and uh, cold also. Actually, with my father's body, I took him uh, back to Morocco because I wanted him to be buried there in this uh, African ground and uh, a bit warm. Yeah, and there I was part of a big ritual of, uh, of the funeral. And it was, uh, in a way, very beautiful to me. There, was, there were a lot of people and everybody was was sharing the grief and that was really yeah it gave me a lot of uh, support and from there just I could not stop writing so I I, I started to write 40 days uh, for my father بحلب كنت متمكنه اكثر من مدينه كان في مكان بحلب اهرب عليه بحلب القديمه واقعد هنيك واتخبى لما كنت تعبانه بامستردام كثير مكشوفه كشفتك انت غريب عنا بشكل ما او باخر lived in Los Angeles for a couple of months and um, it was not very different from Amsterdam. It was a lot bigger and a lot more sunshine, but um, I didn't, I don't think that connects me to the whole refugee um, situation. What connects me is that I understand, I think, a little bit what it means to be oppressed because you didn't decide 
for to to be in a war. You didn't decide to live in a in a country where the economy is bad. You just want to have a good place for your children or a good place for yourself, you know, or do what you love to do in the world. You know, so this is what connects me. I don't know what it's like to live in a war. Of course not. I've never had to flee my country. I've never lived under a dictatorship or or, or anything. Um, but I know what it's like to be told you're not good enough. You know, you're not the same as us. You know. So in in that sense, this is the reason for me personally why I um, love and like to work with um, the newcomers. You could say. بعتاد انه بودي فيلم بروجكت رح يساعدنا لحتى نقدر نقدم افضل شيء فينا نقدمه. كفنانين في كثير ثقه واحترام. بيسعى مشروع البودي فيلم انه يكون عالمي بدور حول الحب، الانسانيه والعائله والصداقه. So that, that uh, gives me a positive feeling. But still, uh, I absorb everybody's story because it's not only fun and making films of course. People tell you private stuff. And when they trust you, they tell you everything. And that saddens me sometimes, you know, that you were this free spirit, you, you had your thing in Aleppo or in Africa or in Iran, wherever you live. And now you come here and you have to start all over. And I, I, that's painful to, to see. So I just want to do my best and my colleagues, of course, to make sure that you can continue to do what you love to do. I think it's, first of all, very beautiful that a lot of migrants come here and I, I wish there can be more. Um, yeah, because I think the, the world is for everyone. And uh, I so also would tell them to really also stick close to their roots because it can give them a lot of strength uh, while adjusting to, to another culture. I think we were attached to to our roots, even when, like me, we're born here, because um, it's a sense of, of belonging, and that's really important. I I really have this um, yeah urge to to go to Morocco, and if not, I feel really I feel homesick. <laughs> And one time I uh, was speaking to a friend of a friend and she, she was a psychologist and she told me, you have all the symptoms of a, of a migrant. Because I said, yeah, sometimes I feel really down and, and lost even. Sometimes I, I bike through the city, I'm like, what am I doing here? And um, like rational, I can think, okay, I have my work, I have a lot of friends, um, yeah. Also, a part of my family lives here, but it's a, it's a deep feeling, something really, really deep. And when I'm in Morocco, I don't have to think, what am I doing here? I'm like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah.
هون اشتغلت على شقين خليني اقول الاول هو الكتابه هون مع جريده البولكستراند مع موقع ديكوربوندنت هو عامل ريت عالي كثير بالقراءه بكتب مقال ثابت ب ابنستي ماجازين انترناشونال امستردام طبعا الشق الثاني اللي هو سوريا بعدني عم بتواصل مش بتواصل حقيقه بعدني عم بشتغل مع صبايا هنيك بالتدريب الاونلاين بشتغل مواد تقارير تحقيقات مواد صحفيه من سوريا غالبا بتتركز المواضيع عن المراه والطفل او اثر اثر السلاح الفردي اللي صار موجود بسوريا بكثره على المراه وعلى الطفل أنا كنت بإدلب صلي كام يوم فكنت قاعدة عندها في بيت يعني هي أختي بيت طالبة جامعة سنة أولى خطيب أختها عم يلعب هيك بالسلاح وبيقول لها بدي قوسك بدي قوسك ويعرف يقول له لا حباب ما تضربني فهو على أساس عم يمزح قام ضربها إيدها فيها رصاصة داخلة من مكان طالع من مكان والحوض آكلي فيه أربع رصاصات وبأجرها رصاصة فمخردخة تخردخ كل جسمها يعني ايه حنون انا اللي كنت عم حاول اقوله حنين انه نحن بدنا فريق استقصاء جوا من ثلاث اربع صبايا بدنا نحدد القرى اللي رح نشتغل معها هي اربع قرى من ضمنها معرض حرمه Inside I can feel how many people pray here every day as if all the prayers have filled the atmosphere layer by layer It's not hard to make contact with my father here. I've watched him so often during his prayers. His sincerity in this moved me. When I was little, I climbed on his back during his prayer, following his movements that he continued undisturbed. The spirituality of my father was not limited to his prayer rug. I saw this reflected in his love and the patience for people and things around him. As a young girl, he took me often on his daily cycling trips. The outdoor air was good for him, said his psychiatrist. Despite his heavy diagnosis, schizophrenia, he never got depressed. And thanks to the irregularity of his religion, he could take care of himself. Thank you, I pray. that you were my father. أتذكر شو بدي أقول لستي اللي عم تتصل وهي بتطول كتير على التليفون وأنا بكون لازم أطلع بالباص وأطلع بالقطار وبتقطع التغطية أو عندي مشوار أو عندي موعد ما فيني أتأخر عليه وهي بتفكر انه انا مو فاضيه احكي معها وانا كثير مشتاقه لها بس هي كثير بتطول بالحديث. بفكر احيانا بفكر بامي بفكر حقيقه بفكر بالشغل بفكر اذا رح يرجعونا ولا لا شو الخيارات البديله بفكر شو صار معي بكل شيء بحكيه بالنهار غلطت ولا ما غلطت بفكر بكتير شغلات يعني مينيموم بدي ساعة ساعتين لنام
ببعرف يمكن بطل خاف بحلم بطل خاف من كل شيء من كل شيء حقيقه يعني اوروبا بتعطي فرصه او نمط الحياه نوعا ما هو صح سريع بس الفتره الاولى للاجئ بيكون ما عنده شيء يعمله فبيكون عنده وقت يفكر كتير ويراجع كتير شو حكى شو عمل شو اتخذ قرارات وهل كانت صح ولا غلط كثير فانتبهت انه انه حياتنا كلها مركبة على الخوف من زمان كتير يعني من زمان لما برجع حتى بعيد اللي بعرفهم كتير قراب شو بيعملوا شو بيسووا بحياتهم كيف بتصرفوا ردات فعلهم الخوف ناهشنا نهش الخوف أنا بالنسبة لي واصل لمحل بيرجفني لما بفكر بالفكرة في حال برجع على حلب فأول شي بقوله على الهواء بس أطلع من قلب حلب هنا حلب بس تكون يكون مقطع فيروز ورايا لما بغني اسمك بشوف صوتي غلي وإيدي صارت غيمة وجبيني علي